people, a whole bunch of listeners who are going to have to head you know, home for Thanksgiving and meet up with their uh, MAGA hat wearing relatives who will make a similar case. So I'm happy to have the conversation. Sure. Yeah. Um, now, with regard to how I am beginning to feel about the impeachment hearings, I, I am very concerned that if the point is narrowed down to what in the pinheadedness of the minds of way too many of our um, populace, um, uh, uh, I, I'm afraid if the point is narrowed down to something that appears to them to be rather esoteric, they don't care about Ukraine, and a lot of them don't really know what the rule of law is about mm-hmm. at all. I'm worried that they're simply going to begin tuning this out. If this thing is not mapped out to be a far more sweeping indictment of a whole long list of crimes, I'm concerned that it's it's going to be narrowed down to a small enough of a a summit on the mountain that... Uh, a, a lot of people are simply going to dismiss it as not of concern. Well, Roger, you know what? They could bring in the porn stars. That would make people pay attention, don't you think? I mean, we have this huge crime that Donald Trump's own attorney is actually sitting in jail for that involves porn stars and hush money payoffs that the president of the United States carried out while he was in office. And I still don't understand uh, why uh, nobody, whether it's Adam Schiff or Jerry Nadler, are, are bringing those folks in, are making more of that. I do hope those show up in the articles of impeachment. Uh, but I hear you, Roger, and I, I can, I'm concerned about that as well. It's one of the reasons why I think it's important to tell the story. I think it's important to inform the public because, sure, they're going to at some point tune out. Uh, but if they do so, it is on them. They are the ones turning away from the rule of law and national security and uh, facts and truth. And so the best I can do to make help people understand the truth uh, well, I think that's my job uh, with this you responsibility. You guys do a great job. Thank you. You guys do Thanks. a great job. Thank you so much. Thanks, Roger. Always good to hear from you, my friend. Uh, stay warm up there in Minneapolis. Let's go to uh, Jane down here where it's a bit warmer in Studio City. Uh, hey, Jane, welcome to the broadcast. Hi. Hi. I just, nothing changed my mind. I was convinced he was a, a grifter and a criminal. And just reinforce everything. But my main thing is that I've read multiple sources that says the Russians attacked the RNC as well. And no one is mentioning that. I mm. didn't even get a, a, a denial on snow. Well, so because, why, yeah, go ahead. What, what was your question there? Why did they what? Why isn't why aren't any of the news outlets saying this? Ah, well, because I don't know that it has been confirmed that they uh, hacked the RNC, at least in the same way. We do know there was some. I recall during the 2016 elections actually sharing some uh, some emails that were newsworthy from uh, from Colin Powell. Uh, from Condoleezza Rice, as I recall. So, yeah, there was some hacking there, but I don't think they released them on that scale, and therefore they haven't been uh, confirmed. And, well, why would Donald Trump's Department of Justice or intelligence community want to, you know, make him look bad by saying, yeah, the RNC was uh, hacked as well? I don't know. We just know they can. We know this is child's play. We we know all of this. This is why I'm so worried about the voting systems, uh, both in 2016 and in 2020. Yes? 
But don't you think that instead of wondering why all the Republicans are lockstepping with Trump, would this be a reason? That they are essentially being blackmailed because they got a whole bunch of email on those clowns as well. Right. That could explain it. Thanks, Jane. I appreciate that thought very much. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. Paige in Santa Monica. Hey, Paige, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, thanks a lot. Sure. Um, I was telling Desi, I think, Mm -hmm. um, what could possibly go wrong. I (laughs) did notice before he was elected that he said he could uh, kill someone on Fifth Avenue and it would be fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, That got my attention. And then when he and his folks got into office, the first thing they attempted to do was to deconstruct an ethics department. And I was um, so out Raged. I actually called KPFK, and I got through to the Lawyers Guild show. Mm-hmm. I oh, yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, and a whole lot of other people noticed. So, which which out wh- into the street? Which uh, deconstruct with which ethics department are you referring to? I am not in the in Washington. DC and mm-hmm. I really am not I'm not okay. watching you would okay. be much better able to to check Well, you out. might have been talking about the the Office of Governmental Ethics which was uh previously headed by Walter Schaub who uh ultimately resigned because he felt he was uh, that there was nothing he could do there. He was coming out with one pronouncement after another about how Donald Trump was breaking the law, violating norms, violating ethics agreements. Uh, okay, so he Brad, ultimately Brad, left. Maybe that was Brad, it. Yeah. Brad, yes. The Paige. woman Im- ambassador that this government got rid of before starting mm-hmm. their um, uh, Giuliani or. Marie Yovanovitch in Ukraine. Right. Masha. wanted yeah. her out of the way. Yep. I think she was a bit too ethical. Yeah. She wasn't partisan. She was ethical, and that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. It's a big problem that he want He give the national parks to fossil fuel yep. to drill, put kids in cages. Uh, why can't a corporation dump? in a river, why is it bad if a fire comes out of your faucet instead of water? Well, you've jumped topics, but you're right about all of it and uh, reason to worry about all of it. Thank you, Paige. Thank I pr- you. I Thank appreciate you. the call. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. I uh, Well, you know what? I'll take, Let me take a, a, a quick break here, and we'll come back with more of your calls. I'm, but I'm noticing... And I don't know if it's because Roger in Minneapolis uh, scared them off, but I'm noticing all of the calls, Desi, we had after the first week yep. of people saying, oh, he shouldn't be impeached. Where are they? 
I Why don't aren't they know. calling us after the second week? Does that mean that they watched the second week of hearings and they feel like maybe they don't have as strong a case and maybe they favor impeachment? I don't know. I don't know either. If you're out there, we'd love to hear from you. 818-985-5735. As I say, a lot of folks need some practice for Thanksgiving when they meet their relatives who are out there uh, saying nothing happened here. It's all a sham, a hoax and a witch hunt. 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. I'm Brad Friedman. And this is your Bradcast. Five major corporations now own over 80 percent of all media in the United States, but they don't control us. The Bradcast and the Green News Report are 100 percent independent, 100 percent listener supported. But we can't do it alone. We need you. Your support helps us bring real facts to listeners at independent stations across the country. You can make a real difference by supporting independent media. This country ain't going to save itself, but we can all do it together. Join us at bradblog.com slash donate. That's bradblog.com slash donate. And thanks. Now they're planning the crime of the century. Well, what will it be? Well, we may be seeing it already. If not, if they are let off the hook for what they have done up till now, then you can bet your bottom dollar they will be planning the next crime of the century if and when Donald Trump is reelected for a second term. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com taking your calls on impeachment at 818-985-5735. In the words of former Republican Congressman Justin Amash of Michigan, he's still a congressman, but he's no longer a Republican. He's now a an independent, if a libertarian-leaning one. Uh, he told HuffPo last week that um, Republicans are hoping to simply confuse the public, which is one of the reasons I'm trying to inform and unconfuse the public. Amash told HuffPo in an elevator full of his former Republican colleagues last week, quote, they talk about it like we're all stupid, like we can't see what's going on. Sondland testified to a quid pro quo. He testified to significant details and facts. He testified that he thought it was wrong. So the inference, says Amash, is obvious that the president was withholding security assistance. HuffPost says when we pressed Amash on what he would say to GOP legislators, like the ones standing beside him in the elevator, Uh, who say it's not obvious, Amash was not sympathetic to them. He said, it just is. It's just obvious. If this were any grand jury proceeding, it would be obvious to everyone. Just one of the reasons why Justin Amash is one of the very few recipients of the uh, much-coveted Brad blog uh, what do we call it? The uh, Brad Blog Intellectually, uh, Intellectually Honest, Honest Conservative Honest. Award. Thank you very much, Desi <laughs> Doyen. Your calls again, 818-985-5735. Let's go to Joe in West L.A. Hey, Joe, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Hanging hey, in I there. I just wanted to say that it didn't change anything about the administration, but it, it really has changed. I cannot believe that there are people who believe any of the Republican response to this. I, I, I just have a hard time believing 
the people in this country are as stupid or unwilling to be informed as they are. It's shocking. It, it is shocking. It is gobsmacking, which is why, whether, uh, you know, it, it drives people like you and me crazy, why we have to, I'm afraid, uh, keep pounding the facts out there. Why, because why, why, they're, I don't even yeah. understand why, why citizens would defend this guy. I don't even understand that, except for a very few, you know, psychopaths. But we have a lot of people in this country backing this guy. And I live in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know? Uh, you know, yeah, and we, like I said, we heard from a lot of people here in L.A. who were backing this guy. I did not That's understand right. why there were people backing George W. Bush as he was committing war crimes in a war that he knew before it was well, launched for no reason. But, you know, yet you always had 30 or 40 percent. That is apparently America, at least right now, at least until we restore an independent media out there who are willing to tell the truth about what is and I isn't going on. That. Hey, uh, th- that, brother. thank you, brother. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate that call. That's why, of course, Pacifica Radio, uh, our station here, our flagship station in Los Angeles, KPFK, are so important. And why it's so important that you support independent media, whether it's Pacifica Radio or any other. Because uh, I tell you what, people like me are fighting like hell to stay on your public airwaves and tell the truth. Greg in Santa Clarita, welcome to the broadcast, Greg. Hello, Brad. Hey. How are you? I'm okay. What's up? So I'm calling because sorry. I'm calling because yeah. I'm about the articles that are the sorry articles of impeachment that the House is going to put forward. Yeah. My question is, do you think they're going to go for? What a prosecutor would do against a perpetrator of crime, throw everything against the wall, see what sticks, or are they going to narrow it just to Ukraine in the hopes that mm, the majority of their Democratic uh, reps would all agree and vote for it? You know, I do not know. I don't have any inside sources on that. But I would say uh, there's two separate considerations here. One, uh, I think they know they should make a longer list of impeachable uh, articles of impeachment than has ever been seen for any president. Uh, They know they have the evidence to support all of it. But there is the political consideration in that we're heading into a presidential election next year. The longer the list of articles of impeachment, the longer it is going to take to hold a trial, to work through all of the witnesses and all of the evidence. And uh, I think they may have uh, a good reason to try to keep it short and sweet and uh, really tightly focused as much as I would like to see a long list on, on all of those things, Greg. Yeah. Well. Just a guess, though. We, we don't know. Anybody who tells you they know what's going on is lying. There's a whole bunch of people right now just making this stuff up as we go. Nobody knows where this goes, Greg. I got to get out. Thanks, Greg. I, I do appreciate the call, my friend. Uh, one more. He's always uh, we always save the best for last. Oh, Morris in Long Beach. What's going on, my brother? Uh, Brad, we should all remember that uh, truth and facts have no relevance in American politics. All right. And lying is not an impeachable offense unless you are a Democrat. Yeah. All right. Well, as long and as thank you so much. The broadcast uh, once again, uh, Brad Friedman uh, and the broadcast. You are listening to 102.3 WHIV LPFM in New Orleans. We are Radio Noel HIV with programming dedicated to human rights and social justice. WHIV FM dot O R G. 
we honor independent voices. We are not a radio station with a mission. We are a mission with a radio station and all wars. It is a pleasure to be here. As always, uh, before we continue on, did you know that WHIV is a voluntary-driven community radio station? Stand for human rights and social justice today by becoming a member of WHIV. Monthly memberships are flexible. They could be for any amount, whatever works for you. All uh, donations to WHIV are tax-deductible. We have super cool stuff online uh, to wear T-shirts, fanny packs, tank tops. And you can go to whivfm.org, click store, or click support and uh, put a donation for us. We'd appreciate it so much. Become a monthly membership helps us budget uh, for the month. Thank you for honoring independent voices. And you are listening right now to Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving. It is a pleasure uh, to uh, have on uh, Doc Griggs. But before we do that, we may be going live. Uh, I can't hear you. Very bad connection. Um, we may be going live uh, to Tirana, Albania. Um, and before I do, why don't you, Eric, why don't you take over for a quick second? Ah, yeah. So it's our thanks to holiday weekend, uh, holiday week rather, Thanksgiving. So we're going to be thinking, talking about all things that are healthy, including conversation. We talk about get checked, get fit, get moving, get checked. Starts with climbing your family tree and taking the opportunity to talk to your family about whatever health issues might be. Uh, <laughs> Uh, be in your family. In my family, we have at least five generations of diabetics. Uh, and for decades and decades, years and years, we talked about uh, diabetes being related to sugar, not knowing that it was more pancreatic dysfunction than it is sugar. So take the time to tell some jokes and make some memories um, about uh, some of the health things that happen in your family. There's a lot of funny things, a lot of sad things, a lot of funny and good things that happen over the years. Uh, the holidays can be a time of grief. Uh, for a lot of folks, because there are a lot of some of our loved ones are are not here this year uh, in 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 body, but they are here in spirit, and that's what's important to remember. Uh, we can get sad uh, about the fact that they're not physically with us, but we can be happy about the memories and reflect and have jokes uh, and stories. At, I won't say at their expense, but at their expense, and our laughter and our 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 positive memorialization of their their mem- their memory. Uh, what are you looking for? I'm looking. Yeah, I'm looking for the. Yeah, this is a, so you guys are getting a a, a peek. Nope, just goes here. Yeah, Peek behind the scenes. Oh, here it with, is. <laughs> with your ears on the radio, we're trying to set up yeah. the interview. We're Again, trying to set up. Yeah, the, speaking of sadness, just really quickly to report that uh, in Tirana, uh, which is the capital city of Albania in Eastern Europe, had a major earthquake. Um, and I do have a friend out there that runs a major ambulance company out there. And what we're trying to do is just trying to get set up for an interview with him. Uh, he's having a hard time calling us uh, right now. So with all that, um, he was actually supposed to be here this week uh, to visit New Orleans. I was actually trying to get him set up to hook up with our EMS program uh, mm-hmm. as well. But, uh, yeah, I, I assume that you've been all over the, uh, the uh, TVs and the radios recently uh, talking about uh, holiday stuff. Yeah, we've been talking about holiday stuff. Uh, uh, stuffed is a great corny word for not to get too stuffed on Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much. Don't blame it on the turkey or the tryptophan. Blame it on your appetite. Uh, the reason we get sleepy, there's only a certain amount of blood to go around in the body. And if you put the bulk of it in your GI tract or your digestive system, your body will shut down and... 
Put this, you to sleep while it goes to work. And this is why I encourage everybody to eat a tofurkey. I was oh, waiting. Dude, I was waiting for you guys. No. I was waiting for you guys to fry one yesterday. Let you do why that. did you guys not fry one Seriously? yesterday? Seriously, <laughs> it what happened yesterday? Seriously. I go out there and I see I see my good old pal Doc Griggs out there uh, uh, wearing an apron, uh, uh, doing what he does best: frying turkeys. Yeah, it's our annual turkey fry that we do with the first gentleman, uh, Jason Cantrell, the mayor's husband. Uh, we we yesterday we fried we do a turkey demonstration a fried tur- of what not to do with the fire department and we blow up a turkey and show the dangers uh, that was that, can happen. that, that <laughs> was very cool <laughs> and I, then we show the proper way to do it and we end up frying I think eleven or thirteen turkeys that we donated did you really to the Salvation Army yeah we were out there for a while you guys, this is our second year you guys did eleven turkeys yeah how long does it take to I thought you said it takes like Five minutes per pound? It's three and a half minutes per pound. Uh, but you average, guys had like 15 pound turkeys. Yeah, That's so, like. So we took it, but we, 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 because you. I saw you had to do the math live. Like, yeah, yeah, we did. I'm like, yeah, like, seriously, right. hello. It's actually 53 minutes. But I saw that, yeah. That's what I thought. Like, so why, uh, but I saw you pull out the turkeys in like 10 minutes. No, 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 we did not. No, the, the, what you saw was the a showing of the cooking process. No, we don't, you do not undercook your poultry. You can get very, very sick. So you guys just pulled Mr. it out. Dr. Just, ID guy, you well, can get really sick. Uh, well, I, this is why I am on air asking undercooked you. Undercooked tofurkey, all that other stuff. It'll <laughs> See, make you sick. You undercooked tofurkey, you're going to yeah, be good the yeah, next day. Yeah, you're going to be good and sick. <laughs> um, but what, I'm so going to be real good because I'm not eating it. Were you guys just demonstrating how to take it out or what? No, they were just uh, showing the process uh-huh. uh, of, of, of the cooking. I mean, it's a, it's a beautiful experience. It's great. Uh, it's a tradition at my house. We've been doing it for the last 10 years. And uh, on Thanksgiving Eve. Deep frying turkeys? Yeah, Thanksgiving Eve. I, uh-huh. The record, I think I've done 19. I stay up all night. We start on Wednesday afternoon. Oh, that's afternoon. right. You said that's so tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. So what are you going to So how many do you have turkeys thawed? I have eight. I have you, eight so far. And where do, where do you go? Listen, I'm a vegetarian. I've been vegetarian for like 35 years. So yeah. walk me through the process. Congratulations. Of like, yeah. yeah, walk me through the process of how. In fact, I think the last meat I ate was turkey. I think because yeah. it made me sick. No, it's probably, no, it's probably tofurkey that made you sick. That's why I don't think sick. there was tofurkey in those days. That but maybe. Made, dude, put that word in a spelling bee and see how well the students do with that. Oh, come on. They're going to nail it. Yeah, T-O-F-U-R-K-E-Y. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Can you Mark use it in a Dr. Dairy loves tofurkey. Can, can you use it in a sentence that doesn't sound gross? Uh, context, please. Yeah. So, all right. So, 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 where do you like? Where do you go get a turkey? Like, okay, you so go you, to the grocery store. So you went to Rouse's. You, uh, I'm not sure where she got them. It was either Winn Dixie Rouse's or okay. Walmart, so, one two, one one, so you go to a grocery store and, a and how do you pick out a turkey? You uh, depends you on the poke size at it, it or no, no, it's, it's not, not like, like getting an not, avocado. It's not or like a, a watermelon, dude. <laughs> If you knock so, on the turkey, <laughs> you're not going to hear so, anything but a thud right. or a squish. Right. So how do you know what a good turkey? <laughs> you, you just know a good size, and All right. uh, you you pick anywhere between 13 to 15 pounds is ideal. Okay. Um, so when did you get them this weekend? She, I, dude, I don't do the. Got it. Stuff. Okay. She, so she did that. She got them there in the sink, uh, and they are they're thawed out. You don't you do, do not you, you freeze them. No, they're typically they're frozen when you get them, or you can get the fresh turkey um, that are unfrozen. They cost a little bit more. Uh, Why is that more, better? Oh well, well here's the thing: if you're going to fry a turkey, you don't want to mix oil and water. Right. So, so I that learned was that yesterday. Yes, learned. I learned so that yesterday. Drop, so you can imagine if you go on YouTube, you can see the the bomb that you can set off by dropping a fried, a frozen turkey into a turkey fryer, hot grease. Uh, it's it, it's disastrous. 
Uh, right. It's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a larger mess and a larger disaster um, than you can even imagine. I mean, the, it was like chemistry in action oh, yesterday. It's, it's exactly it, was, it, was. it was beautiful. And that's why, we, and that's exactly why we do it. Right. Uh, so we can show people to be careful. Um, the chief, uh, fire chief, of course, recommends not frying turkeys. No, yeah, yeah. I love that he started all this by saying we cannot recommend <laughs> cut his mic. Cut it, cut but his mic. Now, Wait. That, now Wait. that we're here, but since we're here, right. Right. <laughs> but um, yeah. So you get the turkey, you season it up. Uh, there's an injector. You, there's injectable seasoning that you can inject under the skin and into the meat of the the turkey. Uh, you season appropriately. Um, you heat your your grease uh, in the turkey fryer to 350 degrees. Uh, and then you put it. And this is and this is a a thing that is specific for this job. Yeah, it is a turkey is a, fryer. It's a turkey fryer, but you can use it for. It's the same pot you use for crawfish boil. I was going to say it look. It looks like a crawfish. Pot. Okay, it's a it's crawfish, crawfish pot. But so you put grease in you're it. You're putting yeah. grease in so there. It's basically like a crawfish <laughs> setup, but you put uh, peanut peanut oil in it or whatever vegetable oil that you like to use. Peanut oil typically is. Uh, What's most used and desired for this? Right. Heat it up to 350 degrees. Once you get to 350 degrees, because you have to have your thermometer there, then you do your math. <laughs> three and a half minutes per pound um, for a 15 pound turkey. That's three uh, 53 minutes. 52.5 minutes, but it's actually uh, 53 minutes that you go for. Right. Uh, you want to make sure that it's cooked, um, and then you just wait. It's a waiting game. It's a fun time to sit around, talk, and catch up. So you just, and you and so starting tomorrow, what, what are you gonna like? What happens tomorrow? What happens so at the Great household? Once we finish, once and we how many work, times do you have to re- redo the oil? Like, well, then you just kind of look at it. The darker the grease gets, I, every two to three turkeys, I change the grease. And then what do you do with the grease? Uh, that's what you save it, or you find a place that will take it. <laughs> uh, you don't pour, do not pour it down the catch basin. Right. That's okay. Horrible. That is. That's not yeah. a good thing to do. No, that's right? horrible to do. So you and what do you save the grease in? Like, do you have a container that no, cool different down? Containers, yeah, you have container, or you put it, you take, you let it cool down, and you put it back into the containers that you bought it in. Okay, and so then like, are there people like, are there away. entities that take that grease? There or? are entities that you can um, that can recycle and actually, and they use it for fuel now, right? For, yeah, they convert it into uh, into into energy, right? Um, yeah, so that's pretty much, and then you clean up the stuff and you eat. The, the important, the most important thing is to be careful. Um, cause it is fire and it right. is gas and things right. can tend to catch on fire or blow up if you're right. not careful. Now I would imagine that, uh, and I think they even said something about this yesterday that it not, of course not at the Griggs household, but at other households where people are sitting around frying turkeys and it's a long process that maybe people are drinking beers and they're hanging out and they're drinking more beers yeah, yeah, and they're you, hanging no, so, out and they're so drinking more beers let's, and they're let's hanging not, let's, out. So we do community medicine. Let's just be honest about it. Yes. You do not want to drink and fry, but it does happen. Uh, I and is, I would imagine that's where accidents happen. That's yeah, they ha- they happen anyway. Uh, right, they, they happen they, anyway, of course. They, but they're more, in my more, hands, more they likely will to definitively happen. happen. Yeah, they're more <laughs> likely to happen. But uh, you want to keep people and your drinks away from the the fires and the pots. Um, that grease will. I mean, Doc, I'm sure you've done your ER rotations and times. The I was an ER doc for ten years. There's nothing. Like oh, a grease burn, a oh, scalding dude. grease burn. If you've ever yeah. worked in fast food, like I worked at Popeye, I mean at Burger King and got burned by the fryer, that fryer grease, there's nothing right. like a grease burn. Right, so You right. really want to be careful. Keep your kids and your pets. That's the other big thing. Be mindful of your pets. If you have pets and kids running around the yard, keep them away from the cooking. Yeah. Cooking area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, it was an amazing spectacle to, to watch yesterday. I couldn't believe all the tools that were involved. Oh, yeah. Like the things to hang the bird over the yeah, thing. because you don't want to get burned. You right, can't right. just pick so, something and drop it. Right, in right. So in, uh, and, what's the and, point, we, and what's the point of frying it? Because everything tastes better when it's fried? Well, it's the taste. Uh, you put the, the, you know, the, so let's just go back to basic 
basic biochemistry, basic physiology, basic taste. Uh, food tastes better when with the flavors and the fat. Right. All the fla- all the flavors in the fat. Butter is fat. Right. Uh, and butter tastes good. We associate with a good feeling. It's associated with extra calories because there's nine calories per gram of fat, four calories per gram of proteins and carbs, seven calories per gram of alcohol. So you add in the butter and it, it penetrates and you saturate it uh, in the seasoned butter, uh, seasoned uh, oil. Um, and it cooks all the way through and it's locked. The flavor is locked into the meat. So it makes it taste delicious. Now. I here's the caveat. Uh, we also, uh, I have a greaseless fryer at home, uh, that we use. Uh, so I cook one in grease and one without it hooks by a convection. Um, it looks a like a greaseless fryer, fire. Yeah, yeah, a greaseless fryer, same right. propane, all the whole, so how does it, Oh, convection, right? It's convection. So how does that one taste? Tastes delicious. So how can you don't do all of them that way? Because people have people. We are accustomed to what we're accustomed to. There's some people that grow up with a lot of sugar in their Kool Aid, and some people that don't like. How meats. How, how long has frying? Uh, to me, frying turkeys does not seem like was a thing. Frying like, turkeys has been around for a long. No, when we were growing frying, up, there was no uh, frying turkeys. There was no frying turkeys in California. There were frying turkeys in Louisiana. <laughs> They've been frying turkeys in Louisiana for a long time. You best believe that, Jack. <laughs> how about it? Yeah, you can take, you can take Car- that turkey. How about in the Carolinas? Tur- yeah, they fried turkeys back then. It was, it was, it was, it wasn't as common, but yeah, they fried turkeys. Did you, when would you have your first fried turkey in Louisiana? Probably. Okay, there you go. I don't remember. <laughs> Growing up, there it was not a thing. It's a thing now. No, 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 dude. No, no. You, you're limiting. You're, you're. That's an implicit bias you have to tofurkey in California. <laughs> <laughs> All of this, I don't know why we end up talking about food. Well, what I happened mean, is the reason, well, I mean, food is health, right? So the reason that the fried turkeys got, got popular is it became commercial. Uh, people were paying people like 30 bucks and 40 bucks to buy a fried turkey for Thanksgiving. And then they started realizing. I could do this myself. Yeah, well, wait, wait, wait. I, can I use my crawfish pot? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. what will happen? <laughs> All right, well, cool. Well, let's do it. And right. I mean, it's just. It, and, and it made it accessible for everyone. And, and the thing is, the other thing, too, that, that's crazy um, is these, like, syringes that I see people sticking inside. Yeah, they so have, that's like, the injectors. That's the injectors. Right? Yeah, that's crazy. What, what? And what are, they, what are you putting in there? Like, what kind of concoction so, are no, you? No, it's not a concoction. It's just seasoning. It's, it's, uh, that's a concoction. It's a, yeah, a, a concoction, concoction of what? <laughs> it's a concoction of just flavors. That literally, seasonings, like your spices. Your spices. Is it based in, like, is it's it in a, a water or is there an oil base? I think it's an oil base. I'd have to look. I'll look it okay. up. I doubt, very seriously doubt it would be more of a water base because you don't want to do the oil in the water, but I'll, I'll, I'll Right, see. right, right. So you don't, you don't come up with a concoction. Do you buy the concoction? Yeah, yeah. It's all in a box. It's, uh, all, in a, it's all in a bottle. Right, it's all in a all right, bottle. All right, and it I see. Got it. has the syringe in the bottle. Got it. I see. Okay, it's not. But there are people who probably do home versions of that and stuff oh, like that as well. I mean, there's so many different ways to fry a turkey and right. ways that So people w- what are you doing with eight turkeys, dude? I mean. No, they're, they're, they're not for me. They're, people know that we're frying, so they. Uh, they, they order up a. Uh, they bring their turkey. We fry. And it's an event. We, we treat it like Christmas Eve. All right. So fried turkeys have been around since the 1930s. They were first reported in Louisiana and Kentucky, <laughs> setting in motion a culinary trend that Good will call. eventually burn down as many as 500 houses ah! with home deep fryers in 1998. Started in the 30s. Started in the 30s in Louisiana and Kentucky. Uh, I love it, dude. Good call, man. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know Louisiana. I'm telling you, dude. It, it, 
<laughs> we it, take our food very seriously here in Louisiana. I know, and I'm the only non-foodie. <laughs> Tofurky. So, I'm, interestingly, I'm going more plant-based as more and more, like I told you, I had that health issue. and it's uh, So, I'm not drinking. I don't drink anymore. Um, and I've cut back seriously on meat. I might eat meat once a week, and I'm starting to go more away from it. The problem that I have, and this is a problem that people that are considering the plant-based and vegetarian lifestyle with food allergies is uh, there are a lot of hidden bombs in food. Uh, I'm allergic to nuts, tree nuts, uh, and I'm allergic to chicory. So, but you said that you were going to have nut oil. No, peanut, 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 oil. A peanut is a legume. Peanut is, is a family in the family of peas. Uh-huh. I'm allergic to tree nuts, the, the cashews, the almonds, the uh-huh. walnuts, the pecans. Um, so what will happen with a lot of your vegetarian and vegan options is that in order to add in the protein, they will substitute in a nut-based sauce or they'll sneak the, the, the tree nuts in it. And you Tell me you carry an EpiPen? You carry an EpiPen? Uh, oh, look at that. <laughs> How about those Saints? <laughs> Who that? Boy, those LSU is going to win this year. Yeah. <laughs> The, that last 31 seconds, man, yeah. that gave me a heart attack, huh? Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was... That was fun. That, that, was, that was insane. <laughs> um, all right. But so, yeah, so you want to so, be... Ca- and so which brings up... Which well, brings let me ask you this. In all honesty, in all honesty, how come you don't carry an EpiPen? Uh, because I mean, especially in light of what we're about to talk about right now. Well... The problem is that most people aren't aware of how to properly use an EpiPen. But if you're a doctor. Yeah, I am a doctor that, like, does, that realizes <laughs> that knows and knows that epinephrine is actually a very powerful heart drug. And every time that you jab someone when they don't need it necessarily, they're going right. through different phases right. and different, um, different levels of allergic reactions. Uh, if someone says they do not need the EpiPen right now, that they'll be fine and you don't wait, and you jab them with the EpiPen, right. they immediately they feel a constriction. It feels like someone has your heart in their hand. This is from experience. Well, it's a vasoconstrictor. It's a, vasoconstr- a very powerful vasoconstrictor, right. which means immediately I have to go to the hospital. I have to go to the ER immediately uh, because you've given me exogenous or unneeded uh, outside epinephrine, and I have the potential now for a heart attack. So the reason that I don't carry it, and I should, I actually try to keep it in my car where I can tell someone to go get it and have control of the situation. Um, because I've been in a situation where someone jabbed me with a pen where I had a mild, a very mild reaction, and I was going to be fine. And I got jabbed with a pen, and I ended up having to go to the ER because I, I potentially could have had a heart attack. Uh, there's not enough uh, of an ad campaign for responsible use and responsible um, EpiPen, EpiPen use. use. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's scary. I mean, it's right. really, really – being food allergic, everything is a potential threat. Right, of course. Uh, I can't. We were at the TV station last week, and they had this uh, this vegan vegetarian. That a vegetarian, yeah. So yeah. we should probably switch. Yeah. That a vegetarian uh, spinach dip, and it looked amazing, smelled amazing, didn't have any cheese in it. And luckily, uh, I've been conditioned to ask, well, what's in it? So I have to start thinking of when I talk about the body being made of proteins, fats, carbs, and water. When people tell me that they have food. New foods, I'm like, I have to immediately think, okay, so what's the protein? Because if they're not using, right. using tradition, like meat, then they're either using seafood or some type of nut, um, and I can't eat it. I'll, and then those hidden, because they hide it in flavors. So why are you becoming more plant-based uh, uh, eater then? Well, because things, are, are, things digest easier for me. 
Right. I mean, I'm, I support that, obviously. I mean, like no, I said, I just have to be a very, for, very, very cautious. Uh, right. So soon, so you think next year that you and I can be uh, deep frying tofurkeys then? No, no, that'll never happen. <laughs> the, 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 the rule of thumb that I recommend to most folks, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it. And though I can pronounce tofurkey, I choose not to. Um. My name is Eric, and I am not a tofu fan. Well, you know, now that you're going to be eating more plant-based, yeah. uh, you're going to... Uh, Not eat tofu. To- right. Tofu. Let me ask you this. You, you mentioned that you stopped drinking alcohol. Uh, is, was that for the holidays or... No, it's actually... I mean, if you want full disclosure, I had to do I no ulcer. And uh, the every time I drink, it hurts. Got it. Uh, when I eat meat, it hurts. Uh, there's nothing to make you healthier than no pain when you right. eat healthy food i had to do an ulcer when i was uh when i went to italy this summer yeah dude i mean it, there's nothing it was like it. the worst <laughs> I had to do the triples i did the had to do the the moxicillin the clavicle. oh no i didn't have h pylori no, no, I, 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 had the H, I had the but then and i'm still you know still being i got to get through the phase out of the ppi and all uh, that other stuff but I mean, yeah i just i put myself on ppis twice a day for i'm doing that Right, and I'm still taking PPIs. Actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, but you got to win yourself off at some point because they're starting to I, find stuff. Well, I started like, to like and it hurt two. Well, two weeks ago, I started. I was like, I didn't take one in the morning, and I felt it during the day. Yeah, and, and that's I, the thing, though. So people don't. And, and there's and, and and so it's a very familiar place for me, and it's kind of sad. Um, Dude, we're those guys that like go on air and talk about our ailments. Oh, which, which is fine. Oh, it's because it's, it's full disclosure. And that's, I mean, it lets people know that they're not alone, but it's kind of sad. We're getting old. No, but it, I, re, I do it because there are a lot of people out there that don't talk about it. No, I hear to. you. I, um, I understand. So it's, it, what's tough, it makes it kind of different for me. I have no problem giving up foods because I'm food allergic. I've been right. that way all my life. So there are right. foods that I've enjoyed that I can't eat anymore. So not being able to drink, well, I enjoyed it while well, I did it. Right. I'm good. I don't want to get sick. It hurts. Right. No, and, I hear you. You know, I can't, I can't eat peaches. Um, Dang. Yeah. As I get older, I cherries, plums, because they have a pit. And the pit. Yeah, you're supposed to avoid that. Yeah, I can't. Don't I, swallow it. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, I can't even bite close to it because my lips swell up. So oh, I just kind of stay, right, I have to stay away right, from it. Right. Um, so do you think this year at Mardi Gras, do you think if somebody threw a peach at your face? No, no, no. <laughs> No, no, well, I still have. I played receiver in college, dude. So I have no problem catching Wait, a peach. USC, <laughs> Notre Dame. <laughs> let's get that. Let, let's not get that confused. You've been eating too much tofu, too much tofurkey. But the thing that I want people to be aware of, especially if you're new to the area and you have food allergies, you want to be very careful as you visit people's homes um, because you don't want to be offensive. Uh, it's a very much. A, a punishable offense by not being invited over ever again if someone's mom or someone's family offers you food. I don't care if you're full. And you that's don't probably take why I never get invited anywhere. Yeah, you have because <laughs> you, you, I don't you, need you, it. Dude, you got to take it. <laughs> and you, you tell people, you tell people, you know, that you have food allergies and we will accommodate you. We'll try to get you something that you can eat. Uh, there are different types of dressing. I did not, I was not aware of that 27, 28 years ago when I moved down here because my family always had, um, we had stuffing. Uh, and down here they have oyster dressing. Uh, it looks just like a regular dressing and stuffing, but if you have seafood allergies and you're allergic to oysters, it'll put you in the ER. ER. Uh, there's different types of gumbo. Uh, my family and my friends make sure that I have a separate pot of uh, non-seafood gumbo to the side so I can enjoy it because part of the tradition is that, like just at Christmas Eve, you know, you eat the eat gumbo uh, the night before or and you eat gumbo before your meal. Um, you want to make sure to ask and just let people know up front that you have food allergies. 
any of them, peanuts, seafood, because it's a, it's a, it's a celebration of bringing together all kinds of food and people potluck and do all kinds of stuff. Last thing you want to do is end up in the ER or sick. And for me, you know, it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, to have an allergic reaction. I mean, it, it re- no, it, it's, it's hard to explain, uh, and it goes back to traumatic childhood experiences, uh, not being able to go to birthday parties or having to go into a birthday party and having to sit away from everyone else because they're eating fish sticks. Right. And you're sitting at a table uh, eating French. I mean, it's eating just... Eating tofu t- uh, sticks. Never, <laughs> never going to happen. <laughs> never going to happen. No. Never. Nope. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, yeah. That's never going to happen. <laughs> I reiterate, <laughs> never, never, never. Nope. Um, nope, nope, nope. Uh, nope. Hold on, can I ask you this? Gumbo on Christmas Eve, that has to be like a Louisiana thing, right? Of course it is. I mean, I'm, I'm, so I've never Dude, celebrated so Christmas you either. You sound like a kid <laughs> trying to make fun of everyone, everyone in the room, but everyone in the room is on the same page. <laughs> um, <laughs> These jokes are funny to you. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I kept. Never gonna happen, and I kept it moving. Yeah. Um. Hold on, but I, I, I guess I'm just, you know, I've lived in Louisiana for 15 years, and I still haven't understood the culture here, yeah. especially when it comes to food. Yeah. When yeah. You, so I lived in Maine as for as five years. Can, well, I never had lobster. I was so. <laughs> there were so many. Lobsters. So you got four fingers and a thumb that stands out. Which one's different? <laughs> Just look at your hand. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> what thing is in a thumb? Are you just trying to make a turkey? Is that what you're trying to do? Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and it just so happens that the thumb is the tofu part of it. It just kind of sticks out. It's, it's not working. It's not, not working. All right. Uh, what advice are you going around on TV giving people? Uh, no, just, what are they uh, talking what, to you about? What we really uh, talked about, the big thing is this year, uh, we're, we're, we're in stressful times. Right. Um, so we're talking about grief. Um, and grief management, as you know, uh, you said you worked, you, you mentioned that you worked in the ER for 10 years, uh, around the holidays is when your cardiac events, cardiovascular events, your heart attacks, they spike, uh, depression spikes. Holiday heart. Holiday heart. Doc, tell us what's holiday heart. So holiday heart essentially is, uh, these are folks that kind of live on the edge of fluid balance. Uh, and, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, of course the, the uh, salts uh, that are in the foods that are eaten around holidays, Thanksgiving, um, Easter, Christmas, uh, where there's salt, there's always water. And so for people that are in precarious water balances, uh, just that little bit of extra salt load can push them over and they end up with heart failure and potentially uh, leading to potential heart attacks. So I'm going to hit that on two levels. The first one is just because it's the holiday does not mean it's a holiday from your medications. There's a lot of people when they go on vacation, they think that they can take a break when they come to New Orleans. We have the Bayou Classic coming up. I have my walk coming up on yeah, Saturday. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Um, but people come in Bayou, town. Bayou Classic is on Friday? That's Saturday. Saturday at 4 o'clock. Um, people come in town and they <clears throat> think they don't have to take their medications. They do things and eat things. Water follows salt in the body. What happens is as you eat your foods, the the uh, the salt gets absorbed into the bloodstream. As the salt gets absorbed into the bloodstream, it brings water in. As water goes into the blood vessels, the blood vessels get tighter and tighter, meaning the pressure goes up, which leads to 
the retention of the excess fluid that we talk about. Right. right? That's if, the heart failure, the swelling, that sort of stuff. If you've ever had your fingers, fingers and toes, uh, and your feet swell up after eating crawfish, you'll see a perfect living example. You are yeah. the living example of it, <laughs> right. uh, which explains why a lot of times the first line of defense, uh, when someone's di- diagnosed with hypertension, especially in certain races, um, is a lifestyle change, cut to salt, but B it's a fluid pill. It's hydrochlorothiazide. That little fluid pill, that little white pill, that little fluid pill. Everybody talks about <laughs> Uh, uh, to help pull out the extra water out of the system. So you want to be careful to uh, watch the amount of salt you intake. You want to make sure you take your, your meds. Uh, and then you want to, believe it or not, you want to not eat until you fall asleep if you can help. Yeah, it. I don't understand that mentality either. <laughs> that is a, that is a, I don't know if that's a, I, what, what is that? Like eat, drink and be merry for yeah, tomorrow I, we shall die. I know. I, I seriously, <laughs> that is, that has never been something that has been a thing for me. You, you know, like just that eating to excess where every like so, I'll sit around the table and I just watch people just all lay back and they're unbuttoning, un, unbuckling their belts and stuff. And I'm just I it's just that's a weird. So not to get too uh, get, get professional too, too. or serious, get about serious. It, but it has to it. A lot of it has to do with ACEs, adverse childhood experiences, social determinants of health. Um, and so food again, is being comforting. Well, it, well, not just that. No, it has to do with food insecurity. Uh, a lot of times, for for many, the Got holidays it. are okay, the only time I hear you. that they'll be in a place where they can, family where they have an abundance sure. of food, where they can eat literally eat all they want. Sure. Uh, and if you don't know where your next good meal will come from, you will gorge. Uh, you will binge. And eat as much as you possibly can no, to get right. it in yeah. and enjoy yourself. And the body is only the body. Uh, the digestive tract will shut you down and you get your nap. And guess what? You get up, you go to the bathroom, and you eat again. <laughs> because <laughs> you do. And you eat again. Because it's it's you don't know when again except for Christmas uh, that you might be with your family and have this such an abundance of food and not have to worry about where the next meal will come from. Thus, people take a lot. A lot of people t- take food home. Right. Uh, to eat for the week, so it's not a, it's not necessarily just a a, a, a social habit. It's it's just a it's a life habit, and it's right. a it's a it's a it's a it's a reality for a lot of people, uh, and it permeates uh, it, in, in, into adulthood. Uh, right. It transcends uh, levels of success because the, how you're groomed, the elephant um, that is groomed to be tied to the tree when it grows up to be a big elephant, still. Stays there tied to the tree, so the mentality might not change. Even though you make make might make might make four, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand dollars a year, this can, you've been conditioned to this sure. behavior. So it's a it's 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 a mindset change. But it's again, it's a food insecurity thing. If sure. you know that, if I always tell people, they know that the, the if Kool Aid came from the water fountain at all of the schools, every water fountain Kool Aid wouldn't be special anymore. So right. if you always have food around. Right. And you're never food insecure. The concept of of, of gorging, uh, when you know you're going to have leftovers, you can eat whenever you want. So, right. Yeah. And yep. and uh, and also, let's just also say before we take a quick uh, station ID that forty percent of children in Orleans Parish are food. That's forty percent. Four zero. Forty percent of children in Orleans Parish are food insecure. Yeah. And that's that's something that is just really quite horrifying. Food insecure, folks, means that people don't know where their next meal is coming from. That's one definition. The other one is they don't have any healthy food within walking distance or riding distance in their neighborhood. Uh, they have calorie-rich processed foods that are nutrient-poor, uh, which can ca- be a major problem when it comes to growing kids and waistline-growing adults. 
<laughs> and then uh, also uh, whoever wants, whoever gets seated at the uh, kids' table to uh, no, you're going to sit with the kids. Eat yeah, no, no. We're, <laughs> now the kids will put you at your own table. You come up there with some tofu. No, no. If you're tuned in, you're listening to one two point three WHIV. This is the no. Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show with Doc Griggs and Doctor Derry. That's Doc Griggs. I'm Doctor Derry. Uh, before we start wrapping up here, Eric, uh, let me say this: um, There's a big game on Thursday. Oh, oh, and. Uh, oh. Uh, yeah, we fried some dirty dead, right, half yeah. dead, dirty birds. Right. Yesterday. So, so yeah. Yeah. that was like that was like it was petty, yeah. uh, but it, it was, was good. It was good. It was. I wanted uh, to be that way. It was. That's good. The more petty, so, the more better. Right. So explain the flavor tastes even better. You know, I, got, I still got some petty in my teeth. If you want to come get this smoke, we got so, smoke, fire, and grease and it, turkey fries. So and ex- Falcons, right ex- here. Explain what was. Uh, explain what you guys did yesterday. So yesterday again with it was the first. Gentlemen's uh, annual turkey fry demonstration with the fire department. It was the second first the sec- annual. I'm sorry, the second first. It's a second. It was the second, second first, first, an- right, second first second annual second first, first gentleman. Second, there we go. Thank you. It's the second annual. He got me all confused <laughs> I, with this tofu <laughs> ridiculousness. <laughs> Bruh. That's good. Tofu ridiculous. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. The second annual First Gentleman's uh, Turkey Fry demonstration, and we uh, fried 13 total turkeys, 11, 13 tur- turkeys to donate to the Salvation Army. Um, and the turkeys were all named? Uh, they, yeah, we had the different <laughs> Julio Jones and some other clown. Julio uh, Jones, I assume, is like a, yeah, what, a running a, back? Or? No, he's a beast of a receiver for them. Oh, is he? For yeah, some clown for the Falcons. Yeah, yeah. Got it. <laughs> Another one. Uh, so, uh, so I said that you know nothing tastes better than a half dead, <laughs> cold, <laughs> fried Atlanta Falcon. Right. Falcon. <laughs> Put him in a pot. We'll hood up. We're gonna see. Y'all gonna see you on Thursday night. <laughs> so what time is the game on Thursday? The game's a seven o'clock game. Is uh, seven p.m. Is it a uh, is it a national game? Like it's a national to, game. I'll be able to watch in it's California. A, oh, you'll be able, yes. All right. If you're watching California, you will be able to witness. See, that will be an example. So we did the dem, the demo yesterday. On Thursday night, you'll get a full three hour example <laughs> and demonstration of how you fry, fillet, cook, baste, <laughs> hunt. <laughs> And kill <laughs> the hopes and dreams right. of the Falcons for going doing. And they're not going to playoffs anyway. So, like seriously, like. But hold on. They, but of the two losses we've had, one of them was against Atlanta. Or yeah, man, you gotta look. Look, you gotta give people uh, false hope. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. right I right, just want to make yeah. sure that like even, uh, even bad kids get Christmas. Gifts. All right, all right, yeah. all right. And do they? And I was thinking about this. The NFL has to do this purposely, right? That they would put. The Saints and the and oh, Atlanta I mean, on on Thanksgiving oh, yeah, like that, that is a, a thing. that's a rating thing right? Yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't know how to cook birds. We're gonna show them. <laughs> yeah. Fry them up right there. Um, yeah. Any other any any other speaking, questions? Yeah. Well, speaking <laughs> of cooking, Thomas Cook was amazing on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, some of the yeah, yeah. some of those catches were. <laughs> And uh, it was just a God. It was, it was an exciting game, and it was great to see Eric Reed on the field too. It really was, you know, and I he mean, did really, really good. Uh, I mean, and I, I, I was having a hard time rooting for him because, because <laughs> right. I, I, of course, I think what Eric Reed and of course Colin Kaepernick stood for or stand for yeah. is amazing. 
Um, and of course, uh, Eric Reed being a Louisiana uh, a person, I think he's from Baton Rouge. But I think he lives in New Orleans when he's not playing. Now, everyone should live in New Orleans. Yeah, it, but it was it was <laughs> it was still great to see him on the field, especially in light of the difficulties I know that Kaepernick had last week and trying to get some folks to see him play. Yeah. And that was just a, just a, a continuing fiasco. That's not it hasn't stopped. Right. And it's, yeah, but it was great to see Eric Reed on the field and uh, it was great. To, he, did, he did really well. It's a fun time of, of year. I mean, it's a great opportunity again uh, this Thursday to spend time with uh, your family and making, making memories. Uh, they, uh, you don't get a chance to make those memories, but once at that right, time. Right, know. right, right. Um, but it was, uh, I want people to be very mindful of taking their medications. Uh, getting your rest, uh, sleep is largely important. It's, it's starting to creep back into the news as well it should. Part of the reason that we have problems with the nighttime munchies, uh, the people, uh, they're finally telling people, we've known for years, but uh, disruption of, it's called the circadian rhythm of your uh, sleep-wake cycle, not getting enough sleep, it messes up your ghrelin and your leptin, the hormones that make you eat and then tell you that you're full. Um, the disruption, they call it, of your circadian rhythm throws those off, which is explains why you end up getting the munchies at night. Right. Yeah, so... I say that in light of the sweet potato pies right, right. and the leftovers that will be left out all and, night. And I know that you you typically have a few things to say about how long to keep food left over on Thanksgiving. Yeah, so th- look, you, <laughs> there's no reason to keep the food until until, until Christmas. Christmas right. yeah, you, there are certain things that you can freeze, uh, if you, but you need to freeze them immediately. Uh, Doc, because please tell people that if you leave it out, for a day or two, and you uh, freeze it. What happens yeah, to the bacteria yeah, inside? They're, they're gonna just. They're, <laughs> they're, well, they're gonna they're, they're gonna get frozen. Uh, they come right and, back out for the and, party. Right, <laughs> they come right back out. Party on! You, you don't kill them. They just they go to sleep and <laughs> they hibernate. Doc, what about the myth? This this thought. Well, look, you know, it's we're gonna cook it anyway. We're gonna put it in the microwave. Oh, yeah, It'll kill yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't want to do that with rice. <laughs> of all things, don't take fried rice and, re- and se- yeah. yeah. Be serious here, Grace. Be serious. Yeah, be be serious. serious. I mean, here's my here's my serious rice face. Yeah, yeah. I can't. It's hard to be hard to be serious with tofu hashtags. <laughs> I need to drink my tea. I'm not in a position. I can't drink coffee right now. I need tea. I need tea for my tea. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Just stop. I need tea for my tea. <laughs> Very calming. <laughs> I need to be calmed right now. So, Doc's not so, me. <laughs> so what's going on on Saturday? What's going on? Oh, man. <laughs> I know what's not going on on Saturday. This is not happening. No, 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 no. no, 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 no oh, I know. Yeah, I walk. I need to take a walk. I need to drink my, my chi tea. <laughs> and I need to take a walk. We're having a Bayou Classic. <laughs> it's a Doc Griggs, two times around the dome, family fitness fun walk. At the Mercedes Benz Superdome, uh, registration begins at eight. This is our eighth year. Uh, so this is the eighth annual. It's first dudes. No, 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 no. It's the eighth annual Doc Griggs, two times around the dome. Family fitness fun walk. We're gonna like to start with a kids fun run. Where we're gonna raffle off. We're gonna give away a bike, and we're gonna come out. You'll hula hoop. You'll double dutch. You'll jump rope. You'll do line dancing. So they open up the dome. 
It's they, the outside. They open no, the field? It's, it's, a, no, it's, it's the outside. It's outside. We do it around the circumference. Uh, we'll have a second line band, and I think this year we're going to uh, second line down Porges to meet the parade. I'm in talks with Bayou Classic now. That's Saturday at 8 o'clock. Uh, the website is up. Uh, if you Google Doc Griggs two times around the dome, it'll come up. You can Seriously, sign up. It's, it's, called, it's called Doc Griggs. Two times around the dome. Two times. Family spell, fitness. Do you spell two or do you? No, it's two and then X's and an apostrophe S. Oh, well, then you got to say that. Two times around the dome. <laughs> two times. It'll <laughs> pop up. We've been doing it for eight years. It pops up. <laughs> pops up. I you were going to throw gonna make me th- I was about to throw the phone. <laughs> I thought you were supposed to ABC, huh? Somebody, somebody, well, somebody needs to get this dude some tofu and me some some tea for my tea. <laughs> tea for your tea. So, uh, and then, uh, and who comes out to that? Everyone. Uh, it's it's a local. It's a local. It's turned into a local favorite, and we have people that come down every year from out of town to uh, participate. To participate from Grambling and from Southern and from other places. People are in town for just. Uh, the holidays it's a great opportunity to just get out and have some fun uh with your family before the game we finish right before fan fest uh which is uh in champion square and then we have a great game who's uh who's playing at fan fest I, i'm not even yeah. sure this year the lineup it. just it keeps growing and uh you have to register before and you register online yeah but you can register online if you go buy you classic two times around the dome uh dot griggs two times around it just pops up uh, if you put it in there, it's at Eventbrite. You can walk up and register. You don't have to pre-register. You can show up that day, and uh, we'll get started. And we'll have some fun. And um... oh, it's absolutely free, one thousand percent free. As a matter of fact, no. Doctor Derry is paying for everyone's registration. <laughs> yeah, he he <laughs> said the right. tab is on him. Just <laughs> put in, come doc, on by. Yeah, put in D E R Y Derry special, and you're signed up. Yeah, there I'm afraid go. that it may take you somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, hashtag tofu. Uh, right there, you go. <laughs> um, Tofurky. Yeah. Any uh, anything else to report? So the big game on Thursday. Big game. Big Thursday. day. So that's seven p.m. Pace um, yourself through the weekend. Right. Though. Yeah. Get yeah. The sleep, big weekend. Drink water. Yeah. I mean, you. You. you the Monday is coming. <laughs> you yeah, have to go. Back. Yeah. Mon- <laughs> Monday can, is definitely. We get be right Sunday the corner. off. Sunday off this year because uh, it's a Thursday game. So it's we'll a Thursday be able to rest. game. Right. 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 But yeah. Recoup. Make sure to drink your water. Get your rest. Go light on the alcohol if you can. Right. Plenty of sleep. Plenty of sleep. Don't and, drink and drive. And Uber and Lyft around. Stay away from the tofurkey. Yeah. And stay. Oh no. Plant based foods. And and here you you're going to be like, what plant based foods are you going to be serving? Like, do you have any any? Like, oh, there's the green beans. There's the salads. There's the. Uh, uh, but you're, you're broccoli, eating meat. Yeah, uh, I'll have a little bit of turkey. I don't eat very much of it. Again, it just it's not agreeing with me right now. So there you go. I just leave it the way it is. There you I've go. lost 21 pounds. Yeah, have you? Yeah, you look. Yeah. Uh, you look like you lost a little bit. But of weight. I'm running too. I got to go run when I get out there. I'm gonna run away from you in this turkey. <laughs> Hashtag. Let me take this pen. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go? <laughs> You've been listening to the Get Check, Get Fit, Get Moving show. This is one of the very few times that Griggs has not talked until the very end of the nope. hour. <laughs> um, anyway, thank you guys uh, so much for, for tuning in. Uh, we did try to tap into my friend who's in Albania uh, who runs uh, we want to uh, send them all the support well wishes and prayers right. can for he runs an ambulance company in Toronto 
and they've been very busy. They had a big 6.5 earthquake in uh, just uh, located uh, 14 miles outside of Toronto. Uh, Toronto is the capital city of Albania. As you guys know, I was in Albania uh, about four months ago, five months ago, and I stayed in Toronto for about a week and stayed with Christian uh, and got to know his uh, EMS program. And so, uh, again, a major uh, earthquake in Albania, 6.5 on the Richter scale, 14 people dead so far. Uh, and it's just been a, a travesty. We did try to connect with uh, Christian today, but unfortunately he was not able to uh, get onto his phone. He said that they've been having troubles with uh, connections. We wish him all the best. Uh, Doc Griggs, uh, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Uh, and Did happy you... Thanksgiving to everybody here. Uh, I know it's a, it's a rough holiday, uh, especially for social justice folks. So happy holidaying and, and enjoy the time with your family and your friends. Enjoy each other. Enjoy yourself. And uh, we love you guys, and we'll see you guys uh, uh, next week. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. This system and this country has tore apart my family and our family. You can't have a black family and be together. How many more funerals do we got to go to? And how many more scenes of the crime do we got to watch them chalk out black figures on the concrete before we realize that the only way for us to ever get out of this predicament is to struggle to survive? Nobody gonna give it to us. We just gonna have to take it. Oh uh, yeah, uh, uh. Holly